Good morning, my name is Jay Rosenthal and I'm the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis. This is BFC Live for Monday, July 6th, 2020. BFC Live is a video and podcast production of the Business of Cannabis since 2017 through our web, social, video and podcast channels, as well as real world and virtual events. We've highlighted the companies, brands, people and trends driving the global cannabis industry. We encourage you to explore all that we do at businessofcannabis.ca. As a reminder, all BFC Lives are available via podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Remember to subscribe and rate this as you do subscribe. Coming up, our weekly Ask the Expert segment with our partners at CanDelta. This week, Dario Yaganovich talking sales amendments from Health Canada. Here's what we're up to at BFC this week. Today, businessofcannabis.ca to see our news roundup. It's our weekly newsletter. Tomorrow we'll have our benchmarks update newsletter and we'll also have a conversation with Krista Raymer of Vitrina Group and Marty Najafer with Figure 3 to talk about retail design on BFC Live. Wednesday, BFC Live uh, chimes in with our partners at BDSA talking with Liz Tahura on BFC Live uh, about insights as well as an insights newsletter. Thursday, we'll have our job of the week from our friends at Cannabis at Work, as well as a sit down with Farrell Miller talking about Urban Green Cannabis Company, a retailer. On Friday, we will have our psychedelics update from our sister publication, Report on Psychedelics, as well as we will welcome back Loa Calvez from Alcit to talk IT security and data protection. They are our partners. As always, follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can always find out everything we're doing at businessofcannabis.ca. As always, thank you to our partners at Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmark, CanDelta, and BDSA for their ongoing support of everything business of cannabis. And we are protected by our partners at Alicet. Now enjoy this conversation with our expert of the week, Dario Yaganovich from CanDelta. Enjoy. If it's Monday, it's at the experts with our friends at Can Delta. Today, I am joined by Dario Yeganovich. I got it, <laughs> right? You got it. Nailed I don't know it. why I paused. I've been telling you that I know it. Uh, <laughs> Dario, thanks for being here. Uh, as always on Monday, love to see the team from Can Delta. Thanks a lot for having us, Jay. Looking well, it's to gonna it. be great. We I find that I learn a, a ton every Monday when we do this. Um, and we have a question that came in that I hope you guys can answer because. Um, it's a good one. <laughs> and it's one that I think people are thinking about. Can I ask you? Absolutely. Shoot. Okay. So what is the current timeline for obtaining a sales amendment for a cannabis processing license from Health Canada? And what does a sales amendment involve? Yeah, that's a great question, Jay. And it's definitely one that we get quite a lot. Um, and there's lots of confusion and contradictory information surrounding this topic because of the lack of transparency from Health Canada's side. So we decided to put together a helpful infographic, which details the sales amendment process and provides rough timelines for each step along the way. It's corroborated by the timelines that we've observed recently by our clients, as well as information provided to us from Health Canada representatives. So once Health Canada grants a cannabis processing license, the initial license comes with restrictions on what the license holder is allowed to sell. It is typical for the initial license to only authorize the sale of cannabis products, which are cannabis plants and seeds. However, at this stage, the license holder is allowed to sell bulk cannabis to other license holders. This is what we call B2B sales. In order to become authorized to sell finished cannabis products other than plants and seeds to provincial retailers and wholesalers, 
the license holder must file for a formal license amendment application with Health Canada to remove those conditions on their license, which restricts the sale of cannabis only to other license holders. This is typically what's called a sales amendment. Some have referred to the sales amendment as a sales license, which should not be confused with the sale for medical purposes license, which permits the sale of cannabis products to medical patients. What we are referring to here is a sales amendment for a micro or standard processing license, and it's a completely separate process from a sale for medical purposes license. So for a sales amendment, a license holder must provide full batch production records for at least two production scale batches of the cannabis class being applied for. Selection of the product formats and batch sizes used for submission is dependent on the cannabis classes you wish to receive sales authorization for. The batch production records should also include full analytical testing results for the two batches, as well as copies of relevant SOPs and things like photos of the finished products in their final packaging and labeling to demonstrate compliance. So for a license holder to become authorized to sell cannabis products to retailers, the license holder must complete the following. Number one, a processing license sales amendment. Number two, a notice of new cannabis product, otherwise known as an NNCP. Now the NNCP is a notification that's provided to Health Canada through the CTLS, which licensed processors are required to submit when they intend to sell a cannabis product which they have not previously sold in Canada. The NNCP must be provided to Health Canada at least 60 calendar days prior to the new cannabis product becoming available for sale. For this reason, it is advisable that the license holders to submit the NNCP in parallel with submission of their sales amendment. So at this point, please observe the uh, timeline that we've provided on the infographic. So as soon as a processor is granted a license, they can begin preparing their, for their sales amendment and their NNCP submission right away. Preparation for a sales amendment is a much more involved process than that of an NNCP. For the sales amendment, the license holder needs to account for the time that it will take to manufacture and test the representative batches, as well as compile the necessary documentation required for the submission. We have estimated that this process to be roughly between four to eight weeks after the initial licensing. This can of course be very drastically based on the operation, the product formats, the number of batches, the, the testing results, and et cetera. Because the NNCP is a simple form with only product specific details, once those details are determined, the NNCP can be submitted. At the point of submission of the NNCP, that 60 day countdown begins and it is highly likely that the 60 days will elapse before a sales amendment is approved by Health Canada. It's for this reason that we recommend that the NNCP is submitted in parallel with the sales amendment. Now, after the sales amendment is submitted, there is a bit of a waiting game while your application is in the queue, awaiting to be assigned a reviewer with the licensing review team. Once Health Canada has assigned you a reviewer, they will contact you after completing an initial screening and will likely request clarification on some of the information provided and request for additional information as well. The request for more information or RMI stage can go Is that back really what it's called? That, that's what we like to call it. Some people call it the RFI. Um, this is typical in a normal license okay. process as well. It's a fun, that's uh, a funny acronym. Acronyms are very important <laughs> when you deal with these, these, big, uh, these big words. I love the um, RMI. So, Got it. So the RMI stage can go kind of back and forth between, uh, between the applicant and, and the reviewers. Um, until the reviewers get all of the uh, all of the information that that they're that they're requiring. So once they have, have everything they need, the review team will complete the paper-based review of the application and inform the license holder that the application has now been forwarded to the regional inspections team. 
This process from the point of submission to the completion of the paper-based review of the application typically takes between 12 to 16 weeks. Now, after that, the inspections team will schedule a compliance promotion session and either an on-site or a virtual, now virtual, inspection of the facility. This is scheduled roughly two weeks after the completion of the paper-based review. The inspections team may request more documents from the applicant at this stage. Sometimes they may even ask for redundant information that you've provided already during the review stage. This does not mean that the team has lost your items. It doesn't, doesn't mean that you know, they didn't receive your information correctly. It's just because the review team and the inspections team are two separate departments. Once the inspections team completes their compliance promotion session and the on-site or virtual facility inspection, it will take them roughly between two to four weeks to compile the final inspections report and forward that back to the licensing team who will then provide the conclusions to the license holder. Health Canada may also request more information during this stage. If the sales amendment is approved, Health Canada will email you a copy of the amended license and will send a physical copy by mail. By this timeline, the 60 days of the NNCP will have already elapsed, and congratulations, you are now authorized to sell specific cannabis products to retailers, finally. Please bear in mind that these, again, are not service standards. These are timelines based on our experiences and the information provided by Health Canada reps. Dario, thinking about this, like what kinds of situations can result in a sales amendment application timeline being delayed, which I know is a real concern for folks? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, getting to market, you want to go as quickly as possible. And so there's uh, timeline considerations are really important. It's another great question. I, I think the key to a successful sales amendment is foresight and preparation. It's very important to make sure that you have all the major components of the application in place from the outset. This is especially true for license holders who have not had a, a Health Canada inspection prior to applying for a sales amendment. In that situation, Health Canada will be doing an even more thorough examination compared to that of a license holder who has previously been inspected in the past. Having all the necessary production records and SOPs ready on hand to provide to Health Canada at their request is a must. Ensuring that the adequate testing is performed on the finished products, as well as having a robust testing specification protocol in place is key, since getting additional testing done at Health Canada's request can significantly push those timelines further. As well, it's important to ensure that the selected production run size and batch size accurately represents a typical production run that will be used to produce cannabis products after the amendment is granted. And finally, we, we definitely have been seeing more emphasis on the preventive control plan or PCP from reviewers. Any processor who is producing extracts and edibles is already familiar with the PCP and must ensure that their PCP is up to standard and adequately addresses the requirements of the regulations. The PCP should be easy to follow and can quickly direct employees to specific and relevant SOPs and documentation with references. Are all of the hazards at your facility being properly addressed? Are you conducting homogeneity testing for your extracts? Do you have robust monitoring and verification procedures in place for your control measures? All of these and more are important questions to be asking yourself when evaluating whether or not your PCP is ready to present to the regulators. If you're a license holder who's looking to submit a sales amendment or have already prepared an amendment application and would like assistance in reviewing your application, production records, SOPs, and PCP, you can feel free to give us a call anytime for a free consultation and we'll be happy to help ensure that you receive your sales amendment in as little time as possible. Yeah, that's a lot, man. It's like, I don't mean that from you guys, I just mean, I mean, it's, it's a lot of record keeping for sure, but also, okay you know, any one of those things, especially as you said, like if it's your first time, it, 
there's a lot more to think about if it's sort of a re-up or a adding a uh, adding a product to your line. It's it's obviously slightly different, but it really is a lot to think about. And luckily, there are people to call and help you, and people who've done it before. So thank you for that. Absolutely. And you're allowed to do it, and now you're licensed to do it. Now you have to find people to go buy it, which is an entirely different process. Whole other process, right? Whole other process, and different by province, different by you know, mm -hmm. quantities they want and all those things. But that is quite a process. And, it, and we've been talking a lot about on the Mondays, uh, the end of the sort of uh, supply chain on the retail side. And this is sort of obviously at the beginning end of the production and then sales side. Um, right. And the infographic is super helpful. It was super helpful on the retail side as well, based on province and the sort of different processes you have to go through. Um, but I also want to talk to you and the Can Delta team about uh, the retail side as well, because the, that's interesting from a license holder, license producer perspective, but also the way you guys lay out information, I find super helpful. And the thought you guys give it is super helpful. And we're gonna announce something today, which will be coming out in the future. Do you wanna take the announcement? You want me to bust the, burst the bubble? Uh, I'm happy to get into it, Jay. So we're, we're super excited to announce the Can Delta in partnership with the Business of Cannabis. We'll be releasing a 10-part article series entitled, So You Want to Open a Cannabis Retail Store, which is aimed at preparing prospective cannabis retailers with the tools needed to open their own cannabis retail store location. The series will be particularly focused on empowering anyone who is currently on the fence about setting up shop with the knowledge and resources needed to change their mindset from one day to day one. <laughs> the series covers everything from initial planning to the licensing process, location selection, estimated startup costs, staff hiring, inventory management, and much more. It includes perspectives from leading voices in the industry, including current and prospective retailers, as well as a multitude of ancillary service providers like realtors, interior designers, security installers, financial institutions, insurance brokers, and lawyers. This will be your one-stop guide to getting started in cannabis retail. Article number one, where to begin, will be released this Wednesday, July 8th on the Can Delta website and LinkedIn page, as well as through the Business of Cannabis newsletter. We will be releasing a new article every Wednesday for the next 10 weeks. And once all 10 articles are published, we will be compiling the information into a first of its kind ebook, which will make available to you, the listeners, for free. Article number five will be released on August 5th and will be followed by a Business of Cannabis lunch and learn session with the Can Delta team to discuss the article series at the midway point and talk about what's to come. We will invite the Business of Cannabis listeners to chime in on the Q&A session where you will have the opportunity to pose any of your burning questions that you may have for us and the team. Jay, we're very excited about this article series and we wanna thank you and the Business of Cannabis for this great opportunity to share this with your audience. Well, I just feel like we're just being a good conduit to our folks because they want this information, they need this information. And I think there's probably dozens scores maybe hundreds of retailers that would have loved to read the series before now because they're open and they've had to answer many of those questions mm -hmm. on their own sometimes through sort of tough luck or hard knocks but but really appreciate the thought you guys are putting into it the way you're rolling it out we're happy to be part of it and we look forward to the lunch and learn as well and the first article coming out this week but also as as time goes on we'll obviously be pushing it out with you guys so people can uh it's really about education and doing everything with sort of eyes wide open as you say from, from someday to day one. I like that sort of terminology because it really is where the rubber meets the road is like getting these things done and done well and done right. So you look at those overall timelines and those are the ones that you can sort of expect as opposed to extending because you haven't sort of done your homework. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. like you said, I mean, the, the guys on the second round sometimes have it a little bit uh, luckier than the ones going in uh, from the from the first. So, yeah, it, it's true. You even see it in terms of, yeah, I mean, they learn so much. And, um, you know, there, there was a nice gap. It's actually the first 25, the lottery winners here in Ontario, like they had to learn a lot, but they were only competing really with not even, you know, five, maybe five mm -hmm. in their own community. And now it's sort of much, obviously much more open and, and they got to hit the ground running much more much more quickly. Uh, but, but we appreciate you, the thought you guys are putting in. Obviously, we appreciate the partnership and look forward to rolling uh, this out with you. But also, going back to the previous part of the conversation, the sort of timelines you guys laid out for the, um, the processing license. So really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to working more together, Jay. Great. Thanks so much, Dario. We'll talk to you guys soon. Cheers.